Technology has never been more vital to the success of people and organizations around the globe. And that's where you come in. Welcome to MindQuest. I am your host, Mikel Morales, and this is Mission Control Center. Hello and welcome to Mission Control Center, a weekly podcast brought to you by MindQuest. MindQuest is a new and different kind of IT recruitment service, accompanying European technology experts in their journey towards professional and personal success. And you know, success involves being in the know. So here's what happened in technology this week. One of the main arguments against the expansion of cloud computing could turn out to be one of the strongest reasons for the technology's wider adoption. Data centers have long been known to need vast amounts of power to keep their servers cold and operational. Basic logic dictates that more data centers will translate into greater power consumption. But as is often the case with global issues, basic logic is not always enough. For each centralized data center in a cloud network, fewer discrete computing resources will be needed to sustain the productive ecosystem. And that means energy savings. Additionally, smart data centers can reduce electricity consumption by optimizing power distribution and the cooling of servers. Well, according to new research by IDC, a combination of these two strategies could save the planet about 1 billion metric tons of carbon emissions by 2024. And moving on to other news, problems keep piling up for American cybersecurity experts and consequently for everyone else. On the heels of the SolarWinds hack that left thousands of companies and government bodies open to vulnerability exploits, Microsoft announced on March 2nd that a suspected Chinese sponsor attack had identified four different zero-day exploits in the company's exchange business email solution. While the company immediately released the patch, other hackers have since been busy at work, looking for users who have yet to install the update. But even those who have patched the issue might still be at risk, as some hackers are targeting backdoors that were put in place during the original attack and never discovered. Dozens of companies and organizations around the globe experienced issues as a result of the breach, including the European Banking Authority. Given how widely used Microsoft Exchange is, we can expect other prominent institutions to come forward in the coming days. Finally, the European Union unveiled on Tuesday a plan to double its chip manufacturing capacity by 2030. The so-called Digital Compass Plan aims to advance the Eurozone's digital sovereignty by funding a series of technology initiatives that grant the region greater autonomy. In addition to scaling up the production of semiconductor processors to 20% of the global market, the EU wants 5G access for all households the online availability of all key public services, and they also want to build the Union's first quantum computer. Albeit vital to Europe's geopolitical position in a tech-powered future, the chip manufacturing part of the plan will prove challenging. Making chips is very expensive, and the European industry will have to pivot from building the machines needed to fabricate chips to making the chips themselves. And that's all for this week. Make sure to check our newly published resources for IT pros on our blog. This week, we wanted to celebrate International Women's Day by putting together a list of women that are leading Europe's tech revolution. Many more women should be included in the list, and many more lists like this should be made. Also, we continue our series of short sci-fi stories, Horizon 2050. Follow the story of Edna, an 8-year-old New Yorker with a passion for data modeling and honestly for getting in trouble. We also kindly ask you to share this podcast with anyone you think might find it useful. Remember that you can also sign up for the newsletter version of this podcast in case you prefer reading instead of listening. Also, feel free to follow us on social media. We are on Twitter and LinkedIn. 
You can get in touch with us over there too. We'd love to hear your feedback. Thank you for listening and until next time. Thank <laughs> you.